you don't really need when I first started out it was just sunlight um, and then I had just the most basic Canon DSLR yeah and I feel like you don't really need that much I think people think you need all this high-end gear to create the things I guess that I'm creating and you really don't you just mm. I, you just need to be consistent and I guess you kind of do have to have an eye that's Nikki Cruz, a content creator based in Perth that has climbed the ranks as a self-taught photographer, videographer, creative director, but above all, a mum. Nikki's designed her career and process around her three kids, and the output of this content is seriously world-class. Usually shooting at night in her studio office, her feed is filled with textures, products, and just videos of her beautiful face. She pairs her content with these really goofy kind of captions that basically just show us that behind the work is just Nikki and her really beautiful personality, raising kids, and in her words, totally winging it. There is so much overthinking and perfecting going on around social media these days. And I just hope that you love this super refreshing chat with Nikki Cruz. This is Process the Podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Thomas, motion director, social strategist, and founder of production company Cinematom. I can't wait to bring you into the world of some of my guests, Australia's most prolific creatives working in fashion, media, and design, as we unpack their unique creative process inspiring you to do work your way through creativity and lead a creative life to love. If you love this episode, please share it with your fellow creatives, your friends, your socials, leave a review or DM me to let me know that you loved it. This is the third episode now coming back to the podcast and I need all the love that I can get. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners and custodians of the land of which I recorded this podcast today, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and to pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Uh, I want to take everyone down memory lane of how we met because this is the most random story. I was in Perth shooting Holiday Inn and I was obsessed with your Instagram because you used to be Soul Walker and you yeah. used to do nudes and... I randomly, I don't know where the confidence came from, but I just DM'd you and I was like, I think we should have a coffee. <laughs> and then we it met at, so- a, at a bakery and then, and you had your son with you. And I was like, this is dope. Yeah. You messaged me and you're like, yeah, do you want to go for coffee? And I'm like, who is this girl? I don't, why do you want to meet me? I'm no one. And then my partner's like, this is so random, Nikki. And I don't like... I don't know. I just, I'm, I find it hard to make friends because obviously the kids, so I don't go out. So when you messaged, I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Then you were great. It was so fun. And then I, but I feel like we kind of formed a friendship where we just DM'd all the time yes. after that. And then I saw you at fashion week when we were doing the Vogue coverage and you were like, I got no mates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I was fish, fish out of water, literally. And the ocean's right there. The biggest fish. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah. That was so good, though. It was so nice because you, I think, are the epitome of setting a goal and just doing it. Like, you are one of those people that, in terms of social and being on social, you just got out of your own way and created the work to get you there. I want to dive in. So where did the original drive come from for you to be a creator? Because I don't feel like... Do you think, do you feel like you're an influencer? No, no, <laughs> no. But you I are, know because you're. I'm influenced. But, I mean, I guess I am to a degree, but I, I don't know who I'm influencing. I mean, I know my followers and I talk to them all the time, but I guess I just, I think because I am a mum, I just don't see myself that way, I guess. 
So where did the drive come from for you to start like creating online and building that presence and that profile? Um, so I watched a TV show called Fashion Bloggers. Did you ever watch that? Yes, obsessed. And yeah, so the girls that were on there, I was obsessed with. And I didn't realize you could, I know you can be a photographer, but I just didn't realize all these other things that you could, that you could do like they were doing, like, you know, Margaret Zhang, Zanita, Amanda, um, I think Nadia Fairfax and Kate Waterhouse. Oh, and Harper and Harley, Sarah, love her. Um, yeah, it was those girls. And I was like, I can't believe this is a job. Like you guys are taking photos of yourself and all these other things that they were doing. And so I was working night shift at Coles. And yeah, when I watched the show, I was like, I want to do this. I don't want to work this, you know, job anymore. I want an actual career. And yeah, I just thought, go for it. So then you just literally started? You just started? Yeah. Like, did you just whip out a tripod? No, literally, like I, I it was around my birthday. So I, my parents were like, what do you want for your birthday? Like, I want a camera, tripod. That's what I got. And then I literally just started, yeah, as soon as I got my camera. I can really see your initial style coming out from those girls. The 10K is the oh, hardest, right? So hard. <laughs> it's so hard. And oh, I was up so late all the time engaging, make sure I'm commenting and posting and like, you know, just being consistent. I think the first 10K is the hardest to get. Were you like going through other people's followings and like having a look and commenting on their stuff, like the yes. old school engagement? <laughs> yes, yes. And these people are like, who is this Nikki Cruz? Like, who is this chick? <laughs> I'm like, hi guys, hi guys. I still do when I comment on people. Like I, like it's not fake to me, but it's just, it's funny because I guess that's not how I would usually talk. So to do it in short form and talk like, hey, babe, oh my God, love your outfit and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's so funny to me. But it worked. It worked, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, hey. I'm like, talk to me. Where did Soul Walker come into the piece? Because you were doing nudes and you were, were you doing candles at one point? Yeah, I was doing candles, yeah. So the Soul Walker, yeah, it was like, I wasn't fully nude, guys, just want to be clear. It was, like, very, <laughs> like, my... I wasn't nude, my, no, there were drawings. <laughs> there were drawings, guys. I was doing charcoal drawings and art. Um, I mean, I did do... No, I didn't start doing, like, body shots until later on. But, yeah, I was drawing and um, art. And that was doing really well. I, I think I just stopped because I, I guess the photography and content creation just took a huge part of time and I just couldn't, I guess, continue to keep drawing. Um, but, yeah, so, guys, nudes means art, not me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> you were tripod on the street, solo content, and now it's very, like, skin, beauty, pause, I mean, you haven't done an outfit shot in a while and I'm guessing that that's correlated to your pregnancy, but talk us through how that, how's it evolved? Where did I start? So remember the whole flat lay, everything was flat lays and food shots. And I was just, that's what Margaret was doing. So I was like, I guess this is what I should be doing. Cause I was trying to follow, I guess, her path of what she was not copying, but I guess, you know, she was influencing the way that I started. Um, and then, uh, Mecca. So I just, I went into Mecca, I bought a lip gloss, shot it and they liked it and reposted it straight away. And then I started working for them pretty much a week after they had posted the photo. 
And so I think Mecca has also been a huge part of why I went into shooting beauty is because they reposted my photo and they liked it. And I thought, okay, I should start doing this. Um, and then, yeah, the fashion stuff, uh, that, that was really hard because I was on a tripod out in the wilderness shooting and then with my family <laughs> watching me and it just got too much, I guess, to, <laughs> it was all the shame, like, the shame. <laughs> and like, they were making fun of me. Cause it's pretty funny. Like taking photos of yourself in an outfit. I mean, it's great. Like people, the influencers that do it now, they're amazing. I mean, they smash it, but just me, like I just, it wasn't really my thing. And I do do it for um, brands and clients when they ask for me. And I am so thankful that they want those shots. Um, that, that's just really hard, I guess. So now you're creating in the privacy of your own home. And I guess it's more yes. beauty, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that's where I feel the most comfortable shooting, yeah, in my house and... Yeah, I guess that's where all the magic usually happens is here where I'm, I just feel that people aren't watching me. Yeah, the judgment. And judging me. <laughs> yeah. Mecca, how did that sort of kick off? So Mecca reached out. Did you have rep at that point? No. So I didn't have a, for about a year to maybe two years, actually, I didn't have any any management um so I was just doing it all by myself and I was doing a lot of free work you know like getting gifts shooting it was good it was hard I mean it was really hard at the start because yeah I wasn't getting paid and I was working night shift I had two kids and then doing shooting all this during the day while he's napping yeah Mecca just they are like family to me I really do love them because yeah they gave gave me a chance and off a lip balm like seriously like who gives me a job after like one one image that's crazy like come on who at like and that's what I kept like I say it to myself all the time like who the hell am I who like why would you want me to take why would you want to pay me to take photos of beauty products like that's crazy to me if you told me that growing up that this was going to be my job my career like I and also I don't think of it as a job it's a hobby is still a hobby to me because I love it that much. It's really yeah. amazing to hear how how humble you are about it because your work is so world class. So in oh, a way, I sort of was expecting you in this journey to be like, yep, yeah, started working for Mecca and then like, yep, yeah, then bigger <laughs> brands came in and in it. But it's it's really nice that you've still got your little sparkle about your first gig. It's heaven. How often were they giving mm-hmm. you work? And then did you just keep posting for them and sharing and then other brands came knocking? Yeah, so it was, I think it was like monthly, maybe, yeah, monthly. Mm. I think I was doing work for them. And then, yeah, then they stock all the brands that I wanted to work with. And so every time <laughs> yeah. I would um, post a photo of the shots that I was doing for Mecca, then they would reach out and then it just went from there. It just yeah it was amazing like yeah the brands are like we loved your work from mecca we want to work with you on this and then yeah so how's the briefing work are they like we just love your style here's the product do you or are they like look you know what we loved this with you in it or because sometimes you're in the work and sometimes you're Mm -hmm. not and it sort of looks quite studio so how does that work for you yeah some are briefed to the t follow it you know 
very strict. Um, others, they send me inspo briefs um, with my photos on them. So it's just pretty much recreating the same thing. I love that. But, it's so helpful because yeah. you're like, oh, <laughs> I did that. So yes, that yeah. makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then others, the hardest ones, even though I love the hardest ones, even though I love doing them, are when they say there's there's no brief. You do you. And those yeah. ones I find really hard because I want to I want to do my best with all the jobs, but those are the the hardest because I'm guessing they want new like a new uh, Nikki shot, not one that I've previously done. And so I feel the most pressure with those ones, but then they're the the most fun I have because then I have freedom to shoot whatever I want to shoot. When you're kind of like, okay, great, I've got free reign to do this. Where mm-hmm. does your inspiration come from? Like Music. today? From music. Yeah, I know. Really? Yeah, so music usually is – I find the music first. (laughs) Um, Yeah, find the music first and then I go from there. I think because with reels you have to – you know, like a movie and it like sets the mood and like the scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. All that type of jazz. Like I feel like music can make or break, I don't know, the vibe of the – yeah what I'm shooting and I guess it, it that crosses over also into my still work if I'm happy and I've like got music on and it's like pumping in there and I just feel good then I guess it just all works out are you finding the music as trending real sounds or are you going on like royalty free websites where does that actual music come from for you oh no um just on Spotify like my partner has like the best he listens to the best music the ones that are just like new and fresh. and Choosing music from Spotify, how does it then mm-hmm. work for a business to be able to repost a song that you as a creator can choose, but they can't because they're a business? Yeah. So I'm, so when I'm listening to the music that I'm listening to, and then I, like you said, I have to transfer it over to them. I'm trying to find something similar with sounds and beats. So uh, I'm just like flicking through. I'm just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and trying to see if I can find the one that fits the exact same what I was listening to yeah that's how I'm doing it so it's a lot of time actually to try and find the music that goes with it some I can like hit and it will pair up like beautifully and perfect and sometimes I'm there just for hours trying to find the song people that are inspiring you now who have you got in your cavalry of people that you're looking up to as content creators yeah, like I'm following people and I, you know, and I'm seeing it, but I guess it's just not really sinking in as much because I'm so busy that I can't really, if I start looking at what other people are doing, then I'm going to start to compare myself to what they're doing. I don't want it to be in like my subconscious and then create the same thing. So I'm, yeah, I'm trying to not look at what other people are doing. Yeah. But the person that I am looking at, because I can't copy that, is Margaret Zhang. Like I froth over her I love everything that she's done and she's so young and yeah she's what the editor and and chief at Vogue for China right yeah you're multimedia essentially because you're doing everything you're doing video you're doing photography now you're doing like 3d stuff like how how are you choosing what to do and what to bring to life just randomly there's no thought to it, honestly. <laughs> there's, there's no thought. I'm not really planning much. I'm like, I'll look, I have my office just is filled with product and I look at something and I'm like, you know what, I want to shoot you today and I want to do it this way and that's pretty much it. There's no, sometimes I maybe um, 
No, not even sometimes. That's that's bull. <laughs> I'm just it's random. <laughs> <laughs> it's random. I don't have the time to think because yeah, with the three kids like and nap time and everything, I don't really have that much time in between to shoot things and sometimes for work things yes I do have to slot in times or make sure that I have someone helping like look after the baby but other than that now nah, it's just off the fly how much time do you actually get a day to yourself to create at the moment I would say a few hours but they're not lumped together they're all very separate um, and then at night time is when most of my when I'm working happens is at night so all the editing, all the um, just like beauty still shots I can do at night because of the lighting. Um, yeah, but then during the day, I've only got maybe an hour here, an hour there to shoot all my video. Like if I'm in it, then yeah, yeah. I've only got an hour a piece. You're doing incredibly well <laughs> considering. <laughs> like to hear Tell this, that it's just on the fly. Because it's, I'm so tired. I don't know how I function half the time honestly incredible that that's your that your output is so high quality and you're winging it it's it, amazing. Pretty, I've been winging it for so long and I've always thought when is it gonna stop when I when should I actually have a structure and a schedule for things but if that's just not how my the structure is family so they I work around them and I guess that's just what has worked this whole time and that's why I got into content creation because I wanted to be able to put them first and work around them. A quick break to share that this episode is brought to you by Exolotl, which sounds like one of those sea lizard things in Axolotl that we used to have in the science classroom. But Exolotl is a TikTok analysis and social listening tool. I've been using this across my account management of TikTok while I run the um, Kmart Australia social strategy. And it has been incredible for reporting, seeing who's talking about Kmart. No surprise, there is a lot of people talking about Kmart and it helps me organize all of that and going deep into the analytics. I know that some social media schedulers touch on TikTok analytics, but they don't touch on it in a way that I can really make decisions around that data. It just basically wasn't enough. So in tandem with these schedulers, this has helped me work on their account and we gained like 10,000 followers in two weeks. So I have a 50% discount code for you. Use R-E-L in caps, A-R-I-E-L-L-E at the checkout. I've put a link in the show notes. You should check it out. Now let's get back to the episode. When you imagine something in your head and it doesn't turn out the way that you imagine Mm. it to turn out, how do you process that? And do you overcome it? Or because of your lack of time, are you just like, fuck it, I'll post it? That's when the best happens. So I've screwed up so many shoots. Not that the clients haven't seen it, but I've screwed up so many times. (laughs) And literally I will, it'll be due that day and I will knock it out in that day. So I don't know what stress does to me, but it produces things that, yeah, become the best work that I've made, which is which is crazy to me. Yeah. I should stop doing it because it's probably not good for my health. But yeah, the la- there's been times yeah I've shot that the same day that it's due, and it's come out exactly the way that I've wanted it. Whereas two weeks before, I've hated everything that I've shot. Are you going with it, or do you or do you work on it until it's perfect? No, I work on it until it's perfect, until I love it. Because if I wouldn't post it. Like, I don't want to send something. It's it's yeah. my name. Like, I don't want to give you something that I don't like because then that's not, that's not cool. When you're doing new things like that bottle, the one of the bottles lined up and then you like come around it. Yeah. So I'm self-taught from YouTube. Uh, 
Yeah, with everything. Like, so everything that you see, I did not go to school for. It's just been guys on YouTube teaching me. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have, have you ever faced like imposter syndrome when you're starting to do video or do that? Like how does, how are you dealing with that? Yeah, no, I just, because I have no idea what I'm doing. And so when I'm putting it out there, I'm thinking someone's going to be like, that's not how you do it. I don't really care. I just like doing things. I like trying new things and learning. Like I love learning. So that's why I'm always on YouTube watching how to do new, like new skills yeah, I just, I really love learning if that, yeah. yeah so I don't, I'm, I'm just going to give everything, I'm going to give everything a go. And sometimes I feel like, oh, what the hell? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get called out for this or how I've edited this, but you know, oh well. So to be, get yourself in your like creative element, what does it take for you to go from being a mum's own doing dishes, doing the laundry, doing all that to going in the studio? Literally just the little things. Have a shower, brush my teeth, brush my hair, have a coffee. That's it. Like if I can just get that part of my day set, then I'm good. Oh, and then also, and then also watching Bailey Sarian. I don't even I guess know who it, that is. Can you explain? Oh my God. So she has a YouTube and she does makeup at the same time. So she's putting on makeup and she's talking about serial killers that's amazing i don't know what it is about serial killer youtube (laughs) videos (laughs) this sounds so crazy but i have i watch that and then i can yeah go into work and it's i have it in earphones so my kids don't hear it i'm obsessed with her so yeah it's funny because i'm watching everything other than like when you said like who are you looking up to or following that's who i'm following is bailey sarian and she's just very relatable the way that she talks she she sounds like your friend talking to you so i guess having her in my earphones talking while i'm working as well is just like a mate talking to me because i'm at home with kids all the time and i don't really get to have adult conversations i guess so that is sort of like having listening to to an adult about really horrific stuff (laughs) i know it's i know just because i'm i'm watching baby stuff and i just you know just want to be an adult sometimes and get out just get out of there but yeah but your removing of backgrounds in your content and that little tutorial did you do that because you like do you have followers that have asked you for that stuff or did you just do it because you wanted to see how it would go I wanted to see how it would go um yeah because I watch hours and hours of editing and sometimes I wish that they would just simplify it and make it easier because I don't need you to tell me every little detail about like they're editing I watched a video of a guy editing a bridge and it took him like an (laughs) Like an hour. I don't... Why? Just... And I got it down to 28 (laughs) seconds. And I just thought, I think other people might appreciate this. And I also wanted to see how it went. I haven't been engaging that much on Instagram because like last year I was pregnant and it was just the work. I was sick all the time. So I wasn't on my phone and I wasn't posting regularly and engagement had gone down. So I just thought this year I would try to do more and pick it up. It did quite well. I'll do little ones. I won't do like my full. I had people damning me being like, how do you shoot this? And can you teach me like a whole, like I would pay for a course. Can you teach me how you shot this? And I'm, 
probably not going to show you my full like how I shoot things because I guess that would be giving away a lot of yeah, how that's I your, work. That's your secret sauce. Yeah, so I'm not <laughs> going to do all of that, but little clips I will probably do those. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of secret sauce, what do you shoot on and what do you use? So I just have um, a Canon EOSR um, and 24 to 105, that one. Yeah, Is 24 that? to 105. Does that sound yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. I got that one. Um, that's it. And lighting wise, do you use strobe light or consistent light? Uh, I was using consistent light. And you actually, before that, I was just using sunlight. I don't know why, but you can't, mm-hmm. I don't think you can beat sunlight. It's just so nice. At night, I was using consistent light. I just got a strobe. Um, don't ask me what brand it is. I don't know. Um, what's the one that Godox? Godox? Oh yeah, Godox. Godox, yeah. That one. I have one of them. Um, yeah. it's pretty basic. I mean, I have backdrops. You don't really need, when I first started out, it was just sunlight. Um, and then I had just the most basic Canon DSLR. Yeah. And I feel like you don't really need that much. I think people think you need all this high-end gear to create the things, I guess, that I'm creating. And you really don't. You just I, mm. you just need to be consistent. And I guess you kind of do have to have an eye for what you're shooting. Yeah, absolutely. How are you tackling the need for video first? Yeah, I really enjoy it. I really, I do like learning how to shoot video, how to edit. I've always wanted to shoot it. It's it's just so hard because I don't have a team with me. It is just mm. me. And the people that I do see and follow, they've literally got a whole team, arms here, things here. And I guess I could do more and if I had a team, but I just, I'm not there yet to be able to dedicate a lot of time for more video since you're a solo creator in Perth do you think that you do you often like compare yourselves to people in Sydney and the opportunities and stuff that they're getting yeah so I was for ages I was um but then I thought about it and because I do like the lifestyle over here and how slow it is like if I was over there I probably I would want I would want to go to all the events and everything and then I wouldn't be around my kids and all of that. So it's not like it's ever going to stop. They're always like there's always going to be opportunities and you know I'm only going to have this time with my kids while they're small. So what do you have any tips for people that want to get into content creation but are but just doubt themselves and doubt their abilities? I didn't know what I was doing when I started. You've just got to go for it. I mean if this is what you want to do, who cares what other people think? the need for me to create and do things and do whatever I want to do kind of overrides that self-doubt so it's like how I just tell my kids like who cares just if you want to do it just go do something like the world your life is so short do you really want to be thinking like oh I wish I did this like what just do it you have also started your own business the common edit yeah, so I was building and then um, my best friend started. We weren't like best friends at this time, but she was also building. And yeah, we just, we really loved the, it was hard um, building, but we, I don't know, we just, we really vibed and we loved the same things. And over here, it's just really hard to get furniture that we liked. Again, we just went for it. We are very much on the same wavelength. Like if we want to do something, we will just find a way to do it. She also has three kids. So yeah, between us, there's six. So we only have four products at the moment. Um, But we designed 
everything here and then we found a manufacturer in java and we only have um like a small amount so we don't we didn't order bulk we only ordered like quite a small shipment for our first batch so we have a rattan mirror um we have a three leg stool um we have a side table or an outdoor candle and the good thing between me and my business partner is so i do all the content <laughs> work the website like all that sort of stuff mm -hmm. and she is the talker because if you are listening <laughs> I'm not very good with my words and she is the because I'm an introvert and she's an extrovert so she is the talker it was so hard because we did it during COVID and so the price of shipping containers the second quote went up three times that's how crazy that's it was crazy. during COVID whenever I was shopping for my house before we started common edit it was like a three four month wait for furniture to come in and I was just so annoyed all the time that nothing was ever here and then mm. I guess when we were going through the process of ordering and getting shipped stuff shipped over it made complete sense and then yeah the price of the shipping containers we started it which was our main goal was just to get it done have everything the website get the products that we wanted to initially start with the whole branding part of it just get that mm. all done because her kids also start school the last one starts school this year so she has more time now that I'm not pregnant I'm not sick I have more time to put into it but we do dedicate time to trying to grow it for this year that's the that's the goal anyway so what does the next five years look like for you <laughs> this is my life. I don't I really don't know I mean I'm just gonna wing it like I always do I've pretty much knocked out all the things that I wanted to do in my life the whole have have kids get a house and things and I guess career wise I just you know keep expanding common edit and with my own you know, content creation and videos wing it that's literally how I live my life is I just wing it pretty much all the time <laughs> I think that's probably what makes you so unique in that your work is just an expression of you doing what you love and you're not putting too much pressure on it. I know and that's why it's also hard to like I guess explain to people how do I do this and what do you reckon I should do this and I, it's hard for me to I guess explain it because I do wing a lot of my life so it's just you know if you want to do something you just I just go after it and I don't really think too much about it because at the end of the day, I also don't know what the hell I'm doing and I am learning, you know, on the fly. What does your content creation Next week look like? Like what's coming up for you? Oh, I have a big one. Um, I have quite a lot on actually. I have a lot to shoot. I have 20 stills and 10 <gasps> videos. Yeah, just for one brand, which is amazing. I love, so my um, talent manager, Lee from Bespoke is amazing. Ever since she came into my life, again, it was Rant, just like you, how you slid into my DMs. She also, <laughs> <laughs> she was like that as well. And she has been the best manager I could have ever had in my whole entire life. Like I call her mum. That's how, like Aww. that's how much she means to me. She gets me all the jobs that I want and more. Yeah, she's amazing. If I didn't have her and she didn't reach out to me, I actually don't know how far I would have gotten in the whole content creation world because I think you do need someone to have your back and help, mm. yeah, on the back end, the business side of all of this because at the end of the day, it is a business. And even though I'm creating, you know, pretty pictures and videos, there's a whole back end of this. And she has all the words that I don't have <laughs> and 
So a job that is 20 stills and 10 videos, are you creating them all with the same look and feel or is each still and video completely different? I think there'll be a, some, a few in there that will have the same vibe, but because I think it's going to be broken up, they will be released. I think they're going to be released in like chunks throughout the mm-hmm. year. So I'm, I, want, I want them to be different, but still in line with the branding yeah, I'm going to try and go for this one and try and do quite a lot of different shots because I don't know, I just want to push myself a little bit and I don't want to keep doing the same, the same thing. Their mood board first and the product. It, it also depends on like the product as well, because sometimes mm. I'll have an idea in my head, a slight idea of in my head. But then when I get the product, like I can't do what I thought that I could have probably done with it because yeah, texture wise, the color, maybe it's got some silver on it or a reflection and I can't you know some things just aren't gonna work yeah music pretty much I will be blasting like we got did you get your Spotify you know at the end of last year and it said yeah, how many hours? <laughs> oh my god <laughs> mine was intense and it said that I had listened to I think it was 85 or 90 percent more than other Australians so I'm always listening to music wow yeah, and I, th- I didn't think I listened to it that much, but when it said that to me, Australia-wide, I was like, wow, I do actually listen to a lot and different uh, genres as well, which I thought was pretty cool. I'm like, oh, see you guys? And I like tell my kids, like, see, I am like kind of cool. I'm pretty cultured, Spotify no. said. Because <laughs> they don't think I am at all. It's so oh. cool that, that they are growing up watching you express yourself and turn that into a living. I love it. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I wanted. I mean, I didn't, like, I love being a stay-at-home mom was number one. And then I also wanted to have a career. So them mm. seeing me work was just, it just means a lot to me because I just hope they see me believing in myself and they, again, it rubs off on them and they think that they can do whatever they like. It's so hard finding words when I don't talk if that like I don't talk during the day and I guess to try and be articulate and have all these words like I speak through my work yeah you know that's that yeah that's my voice is my pictures and my videos so thank you yes (laughs) (laughs) thanks for coming on thank you love you bye I adore Nikki's work so much and off the back of last week's episode with Casey Benjamin about self-doubt, it's important to me to kind of, what's the word I want, gush, that Nikki has gotten out of her own way in terms of content creation and putting herself out there and being entirely self-taught because she wants to set an example for her kids that they can go after anything that they want. And I thought that that is a pretty incredible trait of hers to have. So I've added her details in the show notes if you want to check her out. There are also a lot of bites from this episode up on Instagram that match the visuals that we're talking about in parts of the episode. So head to at process the podcast on Instagram to check it out. If you love this chat, please share it with a friend or leave a review to let me know what you got out of it because I would love to hear from you. Next Sunday, I'm chatting to Danielle Hendler from a business called Naughty Nancy. It's all about how copy and words come together and still have such importance in this video-driven social media world. I'm really excited for it. So I'll see you next Sunday.